Welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Confidant. I am your host, Mike Razor, and we'll be back after this commercial break. We're back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Real Estate Confidant. Hopefully you all are having a wonderful morning here in New York City. It's amazing. It feels great. And it is going to be a beautiful day. Hopefully you wrote down your affirmations. You looked at your vision board. You prayed. You did all the great things that you needed to do to start you on your way to get you going. Uh, And I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. And today's episode is going to be on how to wholesale a deal, how to wholesale a deal for individuals who are investors, who are trying to start their business with no money, starting to uh, uh, build their careers with no money, uh, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and, um, and whatnot. Now, with wholesale deals, there's always been this type of uh, confusion and and uh, uh, redlining with real estate agents and people who just focused on investing. And there's there's always this like tug and pull, tug and pull. Uh, but I took 11 years to study not only investing as a wholesaler and as an as an investor in general, but also as a real estate agent. I was I got my license. I became an agent in New York City. I closed deals. I met with people. I I learned the system, learned the laws, learned the requirements, and I realized that. The and or assigned documentation for contract services could be rendered by someone who doesn't have a license as well as someone who does have a license. The problem is, is those individuals who do have a real estate license are have to abide by the rules of the real estate board of New York here in here in um, here in New York City, you know, and the ones that don't have licenses don't have to do that. Um, But. It doesn't mean you can't get sued, though. That's the other thing. And you need to be clear on what the contract states because there there is a due on sale clause. So if in the contract it says due on sale and or assign and due on sale and you assign that contract over to uh, over to a a third party individual after the the uh, the contract is, is is assigned then you may be liable to you may be liable to get sued by or um uh or the or you may actually you may be due to uh make the payments on that that property itself okay uh you could get sued by the the uh by the client i don't know every time when i wake up in the morning and you know Sometimes I get a little cotton mouth, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so let's get into this. I want to first say uh, once again, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hopefully you guys have submitted your uh, messages and emails for the raffle that's going on uh, for the $100 gift card and the uh, dress socks. Uh, this is for individuals who are uh, real estate agents who uh, just started out or who need a little helping hand, that kind of thing. Um, just send me a picture of your license or uh, your real estate license. This way I know that, you know, or a picture of the um, the state's 
website, the screen that says that you are a licensed realtor with the passing grade and all of that other stuff. Uh, and then, you know, if you're the lucky winner, we'll go ahead and send that information to you. Send that, send that, uh, um, send that card to you so you can have, uh, some money in your pocket, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Now, a lot of people, they, they, uh, talk about a lot of real estate agents and investors and people that are in the business. They have videos and so on and so forth going over how to calculate a wholesale deal in the business and, um, and whatnot. So I'm going to do the same thing for my guests, for my individuals. All right. So bop, bop, bop. All right. So say, for example, you want to, uh, get into wholesale, wholesale deals. You don't have money. Um, you're trying to build equity, build, you know, build some type of wealth, some savings, some money so that you could purchase your first investment, uh, or just to build your business in general, right? You don't have a job, you you know, you're trying to figure it out. How do I get out of this rut? Wholesale deals. Boom. Obviously you got to do a little bit of research, study what the contracts are about, how to do negotiations, marketing yourself, et cetera, et cetera, which you could do here on this, on this uh, site. But most importantly, most importantly, you want to be able to understand the contracts and you want to be able to understand how to represent the seller of a property. <clears throat> okay. So you find a property, right? You find a property in the neighborhood that's selling, uh, maybe it needs to get some work done. Maybe it doesn't need to get work done. Uh, maybe the price is low because the family had um, a family member pass. Uh, maybe it's because there's a divorcee uh, involved and they're just trying to get rid of it. So they're selling it for less than what they're supposed to sell it for. All right. Long story short, you want to make sure that your fee makes sense with the sale of the property so that when you, um, when you transfer over the contract to the investor or to a developer or or just a general home buyer, you'll, uh, be able to get the appropriate fee as a total to what the purchase price of the property is going to be. And what that means is if your fee is $5,000, for example, and the purchase, the all in cost, uh, is going to be, um, $120,000. For example, you want to make sure that the after repair value is at least $125,000 or more so that you'll still see, uh, a good return. And, and it makes sense for the investor. So you do these calculations, not only for yourself, but also for the investor developer, uh, that is doing the transaction. And if they're investor developer, they understand wholesales, they understand working with wholesalers, that kind of thing. You, I've seen people get upwards of 30, 40, $50,000 on a wholesale deal. Um, maybe they, they get, they received a foreclosure, 
uh, uh, you know, a Rio and, uh, or even a pre foreclosure. And they went ahead and had enough money to pay whatever debt was on the home. And they signed a contract in exchange for paying the debt. They just transferred the deed in their name. And now the, the, you know, the person who used to own it lives in the property and the, uh, investor went ahead and, uh, and, and still purchased it with your fee included. So let's go ahead and do the calculations. Let's start with flippers, right? So flippers are looking for equity, right? They want to see how much equity could be in the property, uh, when they first go around purchase, uh, to purchase the property, the more equity that's in the property, the better that they'll have so that when they sell it, uh, they'll see a bigger return It's less money out of their pocket in the, in the initial, and then it's more money into their pocket in the end. Uh, so say for example, you have a, a property that's for sale. That's a hundred thousand dollars, right? And it needs $20,000 worth of work, right? So the all in cost is $120,000. Now the work, the $20,000 is for the repairs, um, you know, maybe it needs new flooring. Maybe it needs a new kitchen. Maybe it needs a new bathroom. Maybe it needs paint on the walls. Um, you know, landscaping, that kind of thing. So all in is $120,000, right? And then you go and get an appraisal done, or you look at the comps to see what the price point is for properties that are similar to that, that property that you're going to sell, but that are, have been renovated and that, uh, are basically brand new. Uh, so your after repair value will be get, will you, you could get from the appraisal or you could get from the comps. My suggestion is get it from an appraiser first. Uh, you know, you, you may have to pay a little bit of money, but, um, it's okay. Uh, just do what you got to do. If you don't have money, then just go through the comps and, and, and do what, do what I was saying in terms of finding the best, um, the newly renovated properties that recently sold in the neighborhood, um, that are similar to, uh, to the property that you're selling. All right. So the after repair value will be $160,000, um, for example, and then what you would do is you would divide the $160,000 by the $120,000 or $120,000 by $160,000. And it'll give you your percentage rate of equity that would be in the home. Um, obviously, you could just look at the numbers and tell what the, you know, how much equity is going to be in terms of the difference. But uh, when you get the percentage rate, you'll see the percentage of equity and you want to be closer to the 65 percent uh, range than the uh, than 77 percent range in terms of equity. OK. Um, and the reason why is because you want to they want to make sure that they have cushion. You want to make sure that there's cushion. You want to. You and the investor want to make sure that there is enough money in the property that when you sell it, not only will you get your, your fee, but they will as well. Okay. So, um, it's very important for you to know that. 
Now, if, for example, you're dealing with uh, an investor who wants to buy and hold. Buy and hold is when an individual purchases a property and, and rents it out for the long term. Okay? Uh, and if that's the case, then not then you what you would be looking at is the... Uh, the gross rental income over the, the year. So you would multiply what the rents are in the property and you multiply that by 12, all right? And then what you would do is you would su subtract the expenses for the property from the gross rental income and then it'll tell you your net profit for the year, right? Um, and then what you would do is you would then divide the net profit by the all-in cost, um, meaning uh, the sales price as well as the repairs that need to be done on the property. And then you would divide that and get the percentage rate that you would receive, that the, uh, the buyer would receive for the year. Um, uh, and another example is, uh, say, for example, the gross rental income is $24,000 you uh, subtract expenses, which is $5,000, and you have a net profit for the year of $19,000. Uh, then you divide the $19,000 by $120,000, and that'll give you 15.8%. 15 15.8% um, 15 um, in terms of return uh, of net profit for the year, Okay. So, and like I tell everybody, I personally like the buy and hold strategy, um, you know, but as a wholesaler, these are the two calculations that you want to focus on when closing deals with individuals. Um, it's an opportunity to, and it, these calculations could not only be used for wholesalers, but individuals who are just, who are interested in purchasing their first home, newly investors. Uh, they just, you know, they're going with agents and they're, and they're looking at properties in certain neighborhoods. They're looking at foreclosures, bank owned properties, and, um, and they're doing calculations to see what the best option is. Now, I always say to go to the biggerpockets.com forward slash calc, uh, website because they have the calculator that, that you could just plug everything in and it will give you a, basically a map of what your return on investment will be over the course of five years or so. Uh, they also have wholesale calculators, um, um, buy, rehab, rent, and resell uh, calculators, and so on and so forth that I hope you all out. Um, but keep these keep these calculations in mind. If you got if you have to rewind and write this information down again, please do so. Um, and this is definitely something that'll help you out. The other thing that I want to go over really quickly is uh, your credit. So some people had questions about credit and I just want to clarify, you could you could get a an FHA loan for uh, with a 580 credit score. You could get an FHA loan with a 580 credit score. Um you could also have blemishes on your credit with a 580 credit score and still get approved by a mortgage banker, um, an underwriter, excuse me, um, in the process. 
you have the opportunity to do that. So so my suggestion is don't be afraid of going to purchase uh, knowing that you have a 580 credit score. At the same time, you should reach out to a credit professional like We Management Services uh, and, and others, uh, 609 Credit Repair, et cetera, et cetera, so that you could uh, get a breakdown of what will work or what won't work. I don't know about 609 Credit, but I know Will Roundtree works with um, with uh, uh, with Jay and real estate agents and so on and so forth, and he has investments as well, and he understands the real estate sector um, to a T. So he'll not only will he help you with uh, with the credit, but he'll also help you with uh, building your credit so that you could get a line of credit or a business loan for, uh, for your next investment. So it's, it's, you know, he'll definitely be a good person to, uh, to reach out to. You can reach him at will at jmorrisonacademy.com, uh, or go to we management services, or I think the, his other website is credit is king, uh, credit is king, dot com or credit is king books.com credit is king book.com something like that don't give me the line you know <laughs> um but yeah so you have the opportunity now if you have uh if you know that you owe collections and some other things my suggestion for you is to go ahead and get the collections disputed that's definitely one of the things that you should do. Get the collections disputed. I wouldn't even try if, if they're already in collections, I wouldn't even try to pay them off. I would get them disputed and um, and 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 see how many you could get put off, uh, get taken off your report. Um, and then also inquiries. If you have a lot of uh, inquiries, I would suggest you get those taken off as well because they weigh heavy, especially if they're hard inquiries, they weigh heavy on your report. The other thing I want to say is this, and I need to be clear with you all. I don't hear too many uh, people talk about this, but if you, for example, are looking at real estate, wanting to purchase and you um, and you still you begin to go to different mortgage brokers and uh, get different credit cards, you know, and to leverage your, your credit to debt. You have to make sure um, that you don't over leverage yourself with going to all of these people because they're going to consistently put hard inquiries on your credit report, which in turn is going to bring your score down. Now, if you do it within a two week period, if I'm not mistaken, where you're going to various mortgage brokers, banks, et cetera, et cetera, to see if you could be approved for a loan, then they, then, um, I believe it's like seven to 10 of the, um, don't quote me on it, but I believe it's a, it's a few banks that you could go to at one time where it would only, it will only affect your credit score as if it was just one, uh, one bank or one underwriter that you're going to. So like I said, reach out to we management services will or email will at will, uh, roundtree at, at jmorrisonacademy.com. Um, reach out to, uh, 609 credit repair, uh, and they could also help you out as well. All right. 
I, yeah, I'm, you know, I, I want you all to succeed in this journey in real estate. Don't listen to the naysayers. Do what you have to do to get out of where you are. It may take you longer than you expect for it to take, but trust and believe once you get out of the fire, you know, you'll be a diamond, you know, and this is all I want for you all. I want you all to grow. I want you all to build. I want you all to get out of, you know, some of you are in poverty right now. I want you all to get out of poverty. Some of you all just have terrible debt. I want you to get out of this debt. Some of you all, um, some of you all are backed up in taxes and, and other things. I want you guys to get out of that rut. We got to get find other ways to build equity and, and, and investments and, you know, for future family wealth. This is an issue here. Everybody thinks about themselves a lot, but you got to think about the whole of the of the family and not the half, you know. And I know, I know sometimes you don't want to deal with family family members, you know. Sometimes they could be a little butt sometime, you know. But you still love them nonetheless, you know. And I hear somebody saying, no, I don't, you know, and all of that stuff. But look, you know, at the end of the day, you know, your parents, they, they brought you into this world. And... Um, you know, whether your grandmother raised you or your auntie raised you or you had problems in your home and, and so on and so forth. Trust me, trust me, trust me. You got to get over the hump. You have to get over the hump, you know? Um, so yeah, you know, life is good, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you guys, um... Hopefully you guys have put up your vision boards or vision walls and you guys have started to uh, look at it, visualize what you want in your life, write down your goals on paper, you know, do what you have to do to build the next level uh, of your life. Remember, 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 it's all in the mind. It's all in the mind, which which can help you out. Uh, I don't know if some of you guys listen to Tim Ferriss, T-I-M-F-E-R-R-I-S-S, I think it is, or F-E-R-I-S-S. But he um, he's the author of Tula Titans, of The 4-Hour Work Week, um, The 4-Hour Body, and so on. So he is a great uh, person to listen to, to build your mind to build your growth mentally, physically, and so on and so forth. Um, and he recommends this mushroom coffee called Four Sigmatic. Uh, it's organic. It's, um, it has lion's mane and chaga for mental, uh, mental stimulation. Okay. You can also go to, you know, one of your local herb shops and get some wood bethany. Uh, and some burdock, sassasperia, sassasperia, dandelion, maki berry, you know, um, it, it, there are different things that you could get to help build your mind. If you're smoking weed, stop the weed, cut the weed. All right. Especially the synthetic ones. Now, granted once in a while, you know, I know you do it, whatever the case is. And it's, you know, it is what it is. It mellows people out. It helps people to think and, and what have you. Um, but look, 
If you want a clear mind, a real clear mind, understand this. And this is what this is the other thing, and this is separate from the real estate thing. I'm I'm talking about strengthening yourself, mind, body, and soul. Um when you do that, at some point it's gonna cloud your mind. Okay. Some people believe me, some people don't. Now listen, it's all about how you utilize, because all marijuana is, is a, is an herb, right? It's an herb, but it's how you use the herb. So you can either use the herb as an oil, like the CBD oil. You could use it as a vapor, or you could, you could use it with fire and burn it like a lot of people do with, uh, you know, with cigar, you know, cigar leaves, et cetera, et cetera. But when you do that, there are different elements that um, that are enhanced within the marijuana that you all probably don't even know about. So when you extract it, extract oil or um, from the leaves of the plant, the oil, um, the oil does something totally different than what. Uh, the actual smoke does when you do you utilizing it in terms of inhalation and it also does something different when you utilize it uh, as a you know as a cigar or whatever you want to call it a wrap okay it's different all right so I don't know why I said that that must be for someone you know, listening right now, maybe somebody's going through something right now and uh, maybe I channeled some stuff or something and, you know, but, you know, glad you heard it. Glad you, uh, you're taking it all in, you know, and all that good stuff. All right. Anyway, I want y'all to pick up this book by Jody Patterson, uh, The Bold World, A Memoir of Family and Transformation. Um, Jody Patterson uh, is a social activist, entrepreneur, and writer. She has been um, she has been praised for her activist work by Hillary Clinton, The Advocate Family Circle, Essence Magazine, Cosmopolitan, and Yahoo. Uh, she sits on the board of a number of gender, family, human rights organizations, including the Human Rights Campaign. And is the sought after public speaker addressing a wide range of audiences about identity, gender, beauty and entrepreneurship. Patterson was appointed by the United States as a champion of change. And perhaps most impressively, she is a former circus acrobat who performed in the Big Apple Circus. She lives in Brooklyn, New York, where she co-parents her five children with love, education and family solidarity. If you want to reach out to reach out to her, uh, Instagram is at Jody Patterson and Twitter is at Jody underscore Georgia, New York. All right. This is going to be the show for the day, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you all are having a wonderful day and I am out of here. Peace.